Barack Obama's been gay for 40 years. You don't think the chef knew about it? Where I come from, the things that matter, people change their Facebook profiles for it. True love is the only way that's really going to turn the ship around. And God willing, it comes through Trump and Biden being secretly in love with each other and never telling anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Hey, it's your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking, what is it this week? Thursday, I believe. Listen, my bad, but I'm here and I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing, my friend. And if you're not, hey, that's a-okay. But do yourself a favor and everybody else around you and get your shit together, all right? Time's a ticking. It ain't waiting for nobody, especially for you. You should realize that by now. You've been along. You've been alive long enough to realize that time ain't waiting for you. And it's not the world's fault that your life is what it is. It's your fault. So get it together, all right? At least in time for the holidays, have something good to say. At least have a new pair of shoes, all right? You can show up at Thanksgiving and Christmas or, you know, pick one or the other and go, look at everybody, I got some new shoes. And then even everyone will go, oh, fuck, you must be doing well if you got new shoes. So get you can do that. That's the easiest thing you could possibly do. That's fucking bare minimum. Get your shit together. Get some new shoes and go, hey, look, Grandma, I know this is one of the last few times I'm going to see you, but checking out these shoes are nice, huh? And she can go, yes, I can finally rest peacefully now because I know that you're not a sack of shit that I always thought you were. Wouldn't that be nice for old Mima, huh? Listen, got some shows coming up, my friends, all right? The uh, This weekend, the 19th and the 20th, I'll be in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, in uh, at Hilarities. Next Thursday, the 24th, going to be in Pittsburgh at the Improv. We got Laugh Boston. You can figure out where that one is, the 25th and the 26th. Coming back to the Nashville area, we got Yazoo Brewing Company, September 1st. I'm uh, headlining that one. Closing that one out, people. Doing a long set. Uh, also be in Huntsville the 22nd, Seattle the 29th and 30th, Indianapolis the 15th of October, and a bunch of a few other places. All right, JoeKellyComedy.com will have all your upcoming dates, shows, and all that uh, riffraff and nonsense. And before I forget, podcast this week is brought to you by Magic Mind. Head on over to MagicMind.com. Use the promo code Joe at checkout and get 20% off, all right? It's a great product. I enjoy it. You should check it out. And... Uh, if you want to support the podcast and your old pal Joe, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms, sign up to the Patreon account. It's a great thing. We have all sorts of fun over there. And uh, I appreciate everybody who has already uh, been on board the fucking Patreon. All right. How has your week been, my friend? What have you been up to? How is, uh, what'd you get into this week? Did you learn anything new about yourself or the world at large? Huh? Did you learn anything? Did you know that uh, big news, people, breaking news? Uh, just uh, this past week, you know, did you know that I'm sure you all are pretty hip and up to with the news and what's going on, especially political. Let's Barack Obama's a gay man. Did you guys know that? Did you hear about that? Barack Obama is a gay guy. Who knew? Joan Rivers knew. Joan Rivers and Alex Jones said it years ago. They've been saying it forever. And then they, you know, They've they sacrificed old Joan Rivers at her old age 
You know, she's talking about Obama being gay. All of a sudden she's dead the next week. You know, think about that. But then it comes out that Barack Obama wrote a letter to, I believe, a gay man. <laughs> and the letter said, hey, I'm, I'm gay and I like it. I like being gay with you, especially. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. That's what happened with the letter. That's not even close to what happened. The letter was to a lady. But he definitely was like, I'm a gay man and I'm going to be the first gay president, but I'm not going to tell anybody about it. <laughs> we already had a gay guy for a president. It's done. It's over. Now it's not as impressive. Now when the next gay guy, the first openly gay guy or lady becomes president, you know, it's, let's be real with it. Hillary Clinton could have won. No, everyone would be like, oh, that's close enough, you know. But it's just going to take the thunder out of who is the next, uh, the first real gay president, you know, the first one who's going up there with like rainbow suspenders. And, you know, I like how it's to me just <laughs> you just dress like a clown if you're gay. <laughs> that's what that means. So that's going to be the first gay president. But it'll be too late. It won't mean anything because uh, Barack Obama admitted that he is a gay man. Just came right out and said it. Came out on a newscast and said it, people. It wasn't in an old letter to a lady he used to date. He went out and called a press conference, and he said, I'm gay, and I'm surprised you guys didn't know, other than Joan Rivers and Alex Jones. Those have been the only two that have been right this whole time. It's amazing. It's incredible. How do we feel about it, people? How do we feel about Barack Obama being the first gay president and no one saying anything about it, except Joan Rivers and Alex Jones, as I mentioned a couple times already? Because they're always on the cutting edge of news. They know what's really going on. Alex Jones has been talking about UFOs and Barack Obama being gay for years. For years. And now it's all coming out that uh, Alex Jones is right. Alex Jones has been right about... <laughs> He's been right about everything, people. You got to give him a chance. Get him back on YouTube. Let him back on Twitter. Come on. He's the only one that's really been looking out for anybody this whole time. Because he knew he knew long ago that Barack Obama might have been a gay guy. So, I'll, you know, I'll just, to, just to make sure it's not all fun and games that I'm doing some actual real journalism here on the podcast. Let's, uh, so it says, it says Obama wrote a letter to an ex-girlfriend. Forty years later, it's come out. Why it took so long, who knew? They've just been sitting on it, waiting for the right opportunity to do it. And they decided this was the time after his, uh, after his chef ended up dead. Makes you wonder about what was going on there, huh? If Barack Obama's been gay for 40 years, you don't think the chef knew about it? I bet the chef knew about it. <laughs> it's been, it just gets glossed over that a dude drowned under Barack Obama's watch at his house his chef and now he's coming out as a gay guy it's just interesting how the world it's interesting how the world all plays out people it's fun how the news comes out they go oh, barack obama we all liked him remember well now there's a dead guy on his property who was his chef and then a week and a half later it's like well obama was a gay guy too <laughs> it says obama wrote in regard to homosexuality I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present 
a refusal, perhaps, to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. (laughs) It sounds like he was trying to get in with one of them Antifa girls, you know? One of them ladies who got, like, green hair and half her head shaved, and she's like, I don't fuck straight men, and he's like, well... Listen, I thought about I thought about gay sex in my mind from time to time, and she's like, "Okay, you're one of the good ones. You're one of the allies. We can have sex in this tent now, that smells because you don't. A part of Antifa is not bathing. I'm pretty sure from the video clips I've seen of those types of folks, they don't. Uh, hygiene's not. Uh, it's not high on the list of things they see uh, that's going to be important in the societies they create." I don't know exactly what their plan is, but hygiene's not uh, not going to be too far up there. But Obama sounds like he was just trying to get in good with a green-haired lady because he's like, I don't, because I don't understand that first sentence at all. In regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. What does that even mean? It sounds like a poem. It sounds like you're just trying to fuck a lady who's like a gender study major. That's what it sounds like. Maybe Obama isn't gay. Maybe he's just a shitty white guy. (laughs) Maybe he's just a lame, just a lame white guy trying to get laid in college. That's what it sounds like. My mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more until I can think in terms of people, not women as opposed to men. But returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man, and physically in life, I choose to accept the contingency. Yeah, it sounds like he's just trying to say some shit to get in some ladies' undergarments. That's what it's, but it's more fun to think that he's a gay guy. Now that I actually read what it's about... Or what he actually wrote, it's like, oh, it just sounds like he might have just been trying to fuck some some dim-witted broad, you know, with a beret, with a black beret, and she likes to paint or something like that. That's what it seems like now. Well, goddammit. But either way, the news is out that Obama is a gay man. Obama loves gay sex, and also, he just likes everybody. What is he? A, he's a bisexual man, I believe, is what they're is what they're referred to as nowadays. They used to be called conquerors. It'd be like Genghis Khan. I think Genghis Khan just made love to everybody he found uh, that got in his way. He didn't care. He just, you know, he was just out there fucking. But now there's a name for it, and whatever it is, Barack Obama is that. Okay, so we can all we got some news from the podcast this week, people that. Barack Obama's a gay man, and he's been gay for 40 years. And Joan Rivers mentioned it. She mentioned it in a parking lot. You can find the video of it. And then, you know, a week later, she's dead. She wasn't real old or nothing like that. She was in her prime. So it's it's not like she just died of old age and natural causes. It's definitely because uh, the Obama family gang mafia mob put out a hit on her because she was telling the truths before but now this is like this is going to take the edge off the fact that you know that that dead guy showed up not that he showed up that he died that he drowned 
at the Obama estate. And so it's like, oh, here's a little curveball action for you. I'm a gay guy, maybe. Don't even think about that guy that drowned no more, who maybe, maybe he was, maybe he was my gay lover. Back, you know, maybe he found some stuff out he shouldn't have, and now he's drowned. Don't worry about that stuff. Worry about the fact that I wrote a letter saying I'm gay, but not really saying it like that. Saying it like I was trying to have sex with somebody who looked for it, thought intelligence was sexy, what she viewed as intelligence to be sexy, you know? So he wrote a bunch of weird shit and was like, read this, baby. Aren't I smart and clever? And she'll go, yep, that's the kind of man I'm looking for, a gay one. (laughs) (laughs) Big news from last week, people. Big news from the last week, Barack Obama being a gay man and then uh, the island of Maui catching on fire. I lived on Maui for a little bit there. Back in old 2012, I lived on Maui. Not on the Lahaina side of things. I lived where it's more damp and fires don't break out as much. But uh, what do we think about that, people? What do we think about the fires burning down that island? And uh, no one's changed their Facebook profile picture. That's what's worried me the most, you know? No one's come up with a ribbon or a little banner to put on their Facebook uh, profile for the people of Maui. So... It must not be that important, I suppose. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Unless people are changing, you know, their coveted profile pictures or putting up one picture on their feed with a banner or a flag of some kind, I assume that those are the most important issues. And if things are happening that people aren't changing their profile pictures for, I assume we're just dust in the wind and probably shouldn't be given a second thought or a concern. Not where I come from. Where I come from, the things that matter, people change their Facebook profiles for. And the things that don't, nobody talks, no one fucking, we don't talk about it. Because we don't care. (laughs) Because the island of Maui and the fine people losing their homes is not a fucking big deal. Who gives a shit about them, right? Bunch of Hawaiian, they don't like white people anyway. Why would we care? Why would we possibly care? <laughs> All we hear is about howly this and howly that. That's what, that's God's way of saying you better learn how to respect respect the people you disrespect, you know? <laughs> it was a laser attack from the government, people. That's what I've been reading, okay? And if Obama's gay, then there's a chance that those fires were started with a laser And that's why they didn't burn certain things and only burned houses because Oprah wants to extend her uh, private property ownership on the island of Maui. That's what's going on, just so everybody knows, okay? The west side of the island is like a big touristy side of the island. A lot of hotels and shit over there. A lot of rich people over there, all right? So what do they do? They get toward, they they can't keep building because they got poor Hawaiians in the way. So they send a weather laser that could cause fires, but only to particular parts, only to the poor parts. (laughs) Then they burn those to the ground and then they go, what? Nothing. We don't know what happened. (laughs) And there's no help for you because no one's changing their Facebook profile picture. 
if you guys were more important, more people would care and your houses probably wouldn't have burnt down in the first place. But the fact that, you know, the fact that people aren't changing their Facebook profile pictures, it makes me not as concerned for these people in Hawaii. They're going to be fine. That's what that means to me. People still got, I'm still concerned about uh, the old fucking MRN9A whatever thing. COVID, you know, I'm still worried about that. I still see those pr- profile pictures popping up. People are like, COVID's real. Dang, man, it's still, still going on. What about this Hawaii stuff? They're like, no, don't worry about that. You got to worry about, make sure you get the vaccine. <laughs> Make sure you get the vaccine and make sure Ukraine is feeling pretty good about themselves. (laughs) But fuck Hawaii. Who gives a shit? That's paradise out there. You can't be too upset about people who live in paradise. Maybe if a filthy city burned in the ground, we'd care. You know? Maybe it's some filthy, dirty city. But when people go, oh, what is what did it do? Oh, Hawaii caught on fire. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. It's beautiful all the time. You know, you get, it's paradise with coconut ladies dancing around, you know. Boo-hoo. It caught on fire. Boo-hoo. I live in Pittsburgh where it's cold all the time. You think I give a shit about, oh, your warm weather got warmer for a little bit. boo who there's more things to more important things to care about. <laughs> Barack Obama's a gay man. <laughs> Lizzo is mean to people. And uh <laughs> we don't give a shit about Hawaii burning to the ground. It's like the train in Ohio. Whatever happened to that? Remember when they blew up, they essentially blew up a nuclear weapon in uh some shitty town in Ohio? Y'all remember that? When was that train with all them chemicals? They're like, we'll just fucking blow this shit up. No one's going to say a goddamn word. And nobody did. They were right. They were 100% right. And then they're doing, they're doing the same thing with Hawaii now. They're going, ah, we don't got to say nothing just yet. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> what a world to live in. What a fucking time to be alive, you know? But, you know, thoughts and prayers out to the... Uh, the dead guy, they his family, they found on Obama's property and uh, out to the fine people of uh, Maui. They have a great island. I hope the the poor people who no longer have homes and some people got burnt up, I guess. They don't have a body count yet, which is never a good thing. Never a good thing when you don't have a body count. That means they're going to keep finding them. It's like the the people's temple, I believe. You know, they didn't find all the bodies right away. They almost doubled what they found. It's interesting. They were finding bodies on top of bodies. That's the story. It's not like somebody came in and killed a bunch of other people and then dumped them on top of the bodies they'd already counted or anything like that. That's not what happened there. People just were looking and going, well, that's one. (laughs) That's two. And meanwhile, they're just stacks of them. They're going, now that's one. One pile counts as one. Two piles counts as two. We're not going to look. Then they came back and looked and there were more people. Anyway, that's something for you to look up on your own, people. Look up the, I think it was the People's Temple. The one with, what was it, Jim Jones in Guyana. Wherever that's at. He might have been an asset to the CIA. Nobody knows. They don't know. It might have been part of MK Ultra. 
Nobody knows for sure. We do know that they went through, they counted like 350 bodies, and then they came back. They're like, now there's like 840, actually. They more than doubled what we first counted. But anyway, hey, let's take a quick break, check in with our sponsors. We'll be right back with more fucking podcast people. Thanks for sticking around. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind. Now, if you're like me and most other Americans, I have a very difficult time deciding what I'm going to eat for the day. It's my most time-consuming activity is trying to figure out what it is that I'm going to eat for the day. I think about this every single morning. What delicious thing am I going to have today? I don't know if it's because of social media and just the lack of attention span, but I spend so much time just trying to figure out what it is that I want to eat. It takes up most of my day because as we all know, it is a very difficult decision. You got a lot of stuff going on in your head. The most important thing that you have to think about during the day is what you're going to eat. Now, thanks to Magic Mind, I can figure out what it is that I want to eat rather quickly in the morning so I don't spend all day going back and forth and am I going to eat chicken tenders or maybe I'll get a burrito delivered right to my doorstep because I don't have time to leave the house after I spend so much time thinking about what it is that I want to eat. That was before Magic Mind was introduced into my life. I'm given clarity every single morning that I drink Magic Mind so I can figure out what it is I'm going to shove in my fat face for the day. It's a great time saver. It helps you feel calm and clear throughout the day. And listen, go to magicmind.com and use the promo code Joe at checkout if you would like to save time on deciding what it is that you're going to eat for the day. Once again, magicmind.com, promo code J-O-E at checkout, and uh, you'll save 20% off, all right? Let's get back to the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. I hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsors. Thank you, Magic Mind, for sponsoring the podcast. You're absolutely wonderful. Here's something I've been thinking about this week, people. It's just with the Obama being gay. <laughs> and Lizzo being a big, fat, mean lady. And... Maui catching on fire when it's absolutely paradise and it's like, ah, it shouldn't be catching on fire. It's a beautiful place, you know? All these things keep happening. All these things that people are just, what the hell? What the hell? It's just throwing us for a loop. Times are getting strange. I watched this Terrence McKenna thing a while back and uh, I rewatched it. It's just an interview. If you don't know who Terrence McKenna is, you should definitely check him out. He uh, gave some great talks and is absolutely uh, just an interesting guy. I loved him to death. He's uh, and I loved him to death so much he did die. That's how much. That's how powerful my love is, people. That's how powerful my love is. That's why I keep staying single so long. I don't want to go through that tragedy again of caring about somebody so much that death comes for them. I'm doing it for everybody out there, not me. I'm not afraid of commitment or anything like that. Fuck that. I just love too much. I love people to death, and it really happens. So. Uh, he was just talking about uh, just how our species, human beings, are evolving with technology. And the more we, and this was like in the early 90s or the late 90s, excuse me, when this interview happened, I believe. So the internet was like a brand new thing. 
But even then, it hasn't even been, it's, you know, we haven't even had it for like 30 years. Not really, not in the sense that, not in how we have it now, how it's just everybody's on the fucking internet all the time. And that's where we live. It's where we get our news. That's where we get human engagement most of the time. It's very uh, interesting how far we've come so quickly. But he was talking about this is like a uh, almost an evolutionary point for the human species. And uh, he was thinking maybe it's time that humans are just with where they're at with technology are going to end up trying to leave the planet and become... Uh, you know, extraterrestrials in and of themselves, you know, because a human being isn't the end all be all of this evolutionary experience that we're all going through, you know, it can be the final stage, right? We were all something before this, and we're going to continue to move and change and evolve, you know, and uh, we're doing it, I guess, as humans through tools, through the external. We are uh, perhaps evolving the world around us faster than these mud bodies are able to keep up with. So Terrence was just mentioning how everything's going to be stranger and stranger and stranger, and things are you're going to everyone's going to live in a walking contradiction. And uh, he was talking about, well, it's not. Maybe it isn't a bad thing. He's like the evolutionary process is a rough one. So even thinking about a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. I'm sure you could probably find a video of it, but I'm sure that uh, that process, if you were to watch it, isn't a comfortable or pleasant looking one, you know? So as everybody seems to be losing their mind and, you know, we're fucking <laughs> just flooded with garbage news and, you know, ineminent uh, or eminent uh, threats. Is that the right word for it? From like foreign nations or the housing market collapsing or the banking institutions collapsing, our way of life completely collapsing. That's all we're bombarded with, you know? It's just this inevitable doom and gloom scenario. And really, life don't seem that bad from day to day existence anyway. It's all about the same. Everyone's just reading these horror stories. But, uh, Maybe it's supposed to be that way, you know? Maybe the thing that's going to come after this, after whatever whatever this fucking period in time is where everybody seems to be losing their fucking mind and nobody really seems to know what to do and people are very dumb, <laughs> very thoughtless. Uh, we uh, We reward people for taking advantage of others, you know? And there's a, uh, I don't know, a fascination with, you know, being the, the end all be all like the, the, the selfishness, I guess. I think a lot of people are selfish nowadays, it seems like, you know, so I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. It just seems we're at a very, very interesting point in time with this human thing that we've been doing for a while. And, uh, we came up with some stuff that I don't think we can necessarily control, and it keeps everything moving real fast as far as technology, internet, you know. And maybe that's uh, maybe that's all part of the plan, you know. 
Depends who you listen to. If you listen to Alex Jones, who did call Obama gay and did say that lasers probably burned down Maui, which he was one one for one. We call it two for two. We can, you know, we can do a little, uh, you know, he's going to be right. There definitely were lasers. But uh, <laughs> he was saying that aliens have already been here for a long time, but they're not actual what we think of as aliens. These are where the interdimensional demons come into play, people. Which, if you've taken enough, you know the interdimensional species, the interdimensional creatures. They are there if you've ever taken acid or mushrooms and not gone to a concert where you were completely distracted. You'll know that you'll see, you'll be around these other little entities. So, according to Alex Jones... (laughs) Not necessarily me, but maybe me too interdimensional demons have what we would think of as aliens have uh, inhabited the earth, have been here for a long time, can make you think that they are human beings and they've been harboring human energy for centuries in order to, I don't know, something about our love or something like that, the human love, they get a lot of power from that or some shit. I don't know exactly, but they're using us for fuel to do some intergalactic space war or something like that. I don't know exactly, all right, people? But the aliens have already been here, and they've been controlling the things, and they're part of technology, and they need us to do whatever it is in their next step of this whole thing that's going on. I don't know if that's true. Everyone could just be dumb and selfish at the same time, too, with this little whole human experience that we're going through. But everybody is losing their mind, but it's nothing to worry about, because why would you worry about it? You're going to die anyway. Might as well have some fun. Might as well see a show on the way out, you know? If it all blows up, World War III, you know, they start using that fire laser everywhere. Trump and Biden come out as gay. They're like, we're both gay and we're in love and we've been in love and we're tired of keeping it from everybody. Hey, the world's just going to lose the shit, you know? <laughs> Maybe that would unite everybody. If Trump and Biden came out and we're both like, listen, everybody, we appreciate the support you've given us, you know, for the past two elections. We appreciate all the support and everything you've done for us, all the money you've given our campaigns, all the support you've given us publicly, all the merchandise you've bought that has our names on it. Thank you so much. But we just want to come out today and say we actually are gay together. And we're in love, and we've never had arguments about anything. It's all been a show. True love is the only way that's really going to turn the ship around. And God willing, it comes through Trump and Biden being secretly in love with each other and never telling anybody. Just a little food for thought out there, people. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, shall we? Had a little fun, huh? Had a little bit of fun here today. Uh... I don't know exactly how this guy got a hold of this seagull, but I've never, you don't see many videos of like pleasant experiences that people are having with seagulls, you know. Sometimes you'll see somebody who's like, oh, I got an owl and it's my owl. It hangs out here and it's my friend. And you go, okay, that's pretty cool. Or maybe like a uh, pigeons, of course, Mike Tyson, very big in the pigeon community. I've seen people hunt with falcons. You know, birds that, like, you don't think, you'd be like, oh, that's cool that it's a pet. Never seen anybody with, like, a seagull. 
who's like, oh, this is my, I rescued the seagull when it was a baby. And now it, you know, now it comes to me to the grocery store and is not a problem for anybody ever. It's not a nuisance. I'm not mentally ill. It's a seagull. I rescued it. It's fine. I didn't, I didn't fucking catch it and find it before it could fly. I saved its life. It would have been fucking, it not would have been fine without me, you know, without me, the seagull would have died. And now I keep it on a leash and take it on planes with me because it's my pet and I love it. I don't have fucking problems. Shut up. Leave me alone. That's why I have the seagull because I don't understand people and they don't understand me. So I got a fucking seagull I keep on a leash. You don't see those types of things. You usually don't. Not with a seagull. People do that stupid shit with other birds, but very rarely a seagull. So this guy, I don't know how he fucking got a hold of the seagull. If he's trying to keep it as a pet or whatever. But he looks like he's like, oh, I did something favorable for this seagull. That's how he's holding it. Very close to his chest. And he's like, oh, you're my friend. Let me make him give you a little kissy kissy on the mouth because you're my fucking pet. And that seagull bites him on the fucking mouth. And it's the best thing ever. The best thing ever. Because why would you do that? They can like pick up park carcasses with that fucking beak. Do you think... I just don't understand anybody who would ever think a seagull would be friendly. They eat a lot of garbage. And they steal. They steal. They'll steal Pringles from you. A whole can. They don't give a fuck. Not a bird that you want to be kissing and going, oh, I saved your life or whatever the fuck it is. You know? Don't be kissing birds, people. That's, uh, I don't think you should be doing that. They all got beaks. A duck, maybe. A duck, it might fucking like pinch your tongue or whatever. But everything that's got a hook, anything with a hook on its face that can rip your flesh apart, don't be giving it access to your mouth. That's a little bit of advice for you to take into your week. Anything with a hook, a sharp hook used for ripping apart flesh that has it attached to its face, don't try kissing it. I can't believe I'm like the biggest voice of reason, I think, in today's culture. That's not good. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I'll be in Cleveland, Ohio this weekend, the 19th and the 20th, with my buddy Aaron Weber. Also the 24th, uh, Pittsburgh, Improv, Laugh Boston, 25th and 26th, those shows with Aaron Weber. Headlining Yazoo Brewing Company in Nashville, Tennessee, September 1st. I'll be in Huntsville the 22nd of September. Then Seattle the 29th and 30th. Indianapolis the 15th. JoeKellyComedy.com will have all your upcoming dates and shows. Holidays coming up, more shows, all that fun stuff. Keep up with it all at the website. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Thank you, Magic Mind, for your wonderful sponsorship, MagicMind.com. Use the promo code Joe at checkout. Save you fucking some money, all right? That's all you can hope for. Also, if you want to support this shit, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Go sign up. Support the podcast. You get other bonus videos, bonus podcast. You get it all, baby. You get it all. And uh, that's it. Thanks for checking it out this week. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I hope, by God, we had a little bit of fun. In the meantime, do me a favor and yourself a favor. Do everybody a favor. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, all right? I'll catch you around real fucking soon. 